Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 23 of Mixtaping Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is the incredible artist, Boy Junior. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the 23rd case of Mixtaping Identity. My guest this week is Erica Allen Lubman, better known as Boy Junior. I first came across Erica's work through Instagram, truly a, a modern music love story. Um, first came across some of the just the funny videos and stuff that she was doing there. Uh, got into her music from there, so yeah, um, she's a very very talented artist, very very funny on uh, online. So I was very very excited to have her on. And when I got her list, I must admit I was a little bit intimidated because I think I knew three songs maybe and, and the rest were all new to me so it was uh, it was a bit of a challenge initially but as I said to you the, the list is so fun every single song is great um, so yeah it was an awful lot of fun to listen to and, and the chat was amazing as well so I'm very very excited for you to listen to if you're new to the show here then just let you know that the playlists are released ahead of the podcast release those on a Monday and then the podcast comes out on a Thursday so if you want to listen to this playlist uh, before we get into the show or if you want to listen to it afterwards then you can check it out on Spotify the best place to, to find it is uh, to go through Instagram at Mixtaping Identity on there uh, and that's where we post all of the upcoming guests and any news and clips from the show and stuff like that so go and drop us a follow there I'll be back at the end of the show but for now we'll get into episode 23 of Mixtaping Identity with Boy Junior. So how often do you actually listen to music at the moment? Um, daily, definitely. Um, I get the chance to listen to music mostly when driving to go do stuff. Um, okay. Actually, more recently, I have got to spend more time listening to music while I'm doing work. So I started working from home. Okay. Um, I had, I mean, like, kind of, like, doing a couple different part-time jobs right now. One of them... Um, it's at a hair salon where I, you know, I'm I'm working and the music is the radio that's there. Um, okay. But my other job, I'm doing stuff for my computer and I'm at home, um, and it's allowed me the freedom to like go through albums that I want to listen to and like let Spotify generate radio stations based on new artists I'm listening to. Um, so I've actually been like discovering a lot of new um, material lately that I've been really into, which has been great. Okay. Perfect. That was one of my my other questions. Actually, is like, do you tend to go for albums or playlists, or does it just vary on the mood? Depends on the mood. Um, I will find. I feel like the best way for me to decide to sit down and listen to an album is if a friend recommends it to me. Okay. Um, otherwise, when I am trying to get the gist of an artist's like overall sound and what they're known for, um, I'll check out like. I am definitely guilty of checking out the most popular Spotify tracks, which is, like, annoying because right. I'm like, oh, I hope people don't just do that to me and judge me based <laughs> on my most popular song. But, like, they probably do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And are you trying to find new stuff then? Are you actively trying to find new stuff? Or do you yeah, go back to Yeah, yeah. I'm always, I'm always looking for new stuff to get into. Um, I'm definitely guilty of, like, I get really comfortable in my old favorites. And I, I want to right. always be in that perpetual state of, like, listening to music that i have recently discovered and i'm already somewhat familiar with okay. um because like that's what i want to put on when i'm driving somewhere unless 
I'm in the mindset of like, I want to listen to something totally new. Otherwise I get right. too distracted from what I'm doing and I'm just like sitting and listening to the thing. Yeah, uh, sure. So I don't know, but sometimes I, you know, I really like to just like sit down and like listen to something I've never heard before. That's the purpose of listening. You know. Right. So when you, when you're trying to find, when you're listening to new stuff, then is that like, that's the thing you're doing that's the thing you're focusing on then as opposed to something that happens in the background um yeah sometimes um i've been doing that when i just like sit down and draw occasionally um or like okay i was i was doing more painting like a couple months ago um that's been another good reason to just like engage with music but not in a way where i'm like making it and analyzing it and um trying to like immediately regurgitate i'm just like right i'm involved in, in the listening of the music um and i can be more a little uh, a little bit more like absent-minded about the the task i'm actually doing while still keeping busy yeah okay fair enough um so what was the first music that you bought or owned um i think the very first cd i ever bought was uh american idiot by green day Okay. Which, which should tell nice. you everything you need to know about me as a person. <laughs> yeah, we can wrap it up there. Yeah, that's it. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the um, what's the best live show or the best live performance you've seen? Um, God, I mean, I've I've gotten to see so many awesome bands just from like playing shows that became like my main way of going to shows. Um, yeah. Things that come to mind right off the bat are Rubble Bucket, who I've seen a couple of times, and they're always like an above and beyond magical experience. Um, when I was like fifteen, I saw like that combination My Chemical Romance Blink One Eighty Two show. Um, oh yeah. And I remember like I wasn't even that into NCR at the time, but I was so into the show and I was just like going ham. And I was so hyped. Um, yeah. And it was a good show. They like, I think it was almost like they bring him out in a coffin or something. And I was like, the theatrics, I can't believe it. <laughs> That's excellent. That's interesting to hear because for me, so MCR are a band that like, I've never fully gotten into. Like my wife yeah. is, is super into My Chemical Romance. Um, and I've just not quite ever bought into them as much. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine for a lot of people, the the joy of an mcr concert is the nostalgia factor of it yeah and maybe that's just because that's my mindset in terms of how i view them but it's interesting to hear that they're actually like the shows are incredible for someone yeah. who's not a fan yeah well uh, that was what was really interesting um is also like you know it was when they were still active and it wasn't like mm. so much banking on nostalgia as much as well i mean i guess uh I think by then they had already put out a lot of their biggest songs. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I remember I was really into Teenagers when it came out, and I was, like, probably 12. Mm-hmm. And at this time I was 15, and I was like, oh, yeah, these are the guys that did Teenagers. And that was, like, the only thing yeah, I yeah. knew them for. Everything else, I was like, no, they're kind of, like, they're sort of, like, more hard rock. They're emo. Like, I don't... I, I I was like my my like big thing as a youth is I was obsessed with the Jonas Brothers so that more like right. soft pop it's like soft soft rock like pop sort of um, mm-hmm. rock was my thing, um, but like the energy and like 
combination of like anger and joy from that mm-hmm. kind of performance is like really palpable and cool. I, and I think I still yeah, think yeah. about it because that's the kind of energy that I like to like, I, I think I have a lot of that kind of energy generating my live performances. Right. Okay. All right. So we'll jump into the playlist then. So song yeah. one is a song that you fell in love with straight away. Yes. So you've gone for rabbit hole by Cherry Glazer. Yeah, that was, I feel like that doesn't happen to like, that doesn't happen to me that often that like the mm. first listen, I'm like, Yep, this is everything I want out of a song. Um, But that was one of those songs that, like, the first time through, I was, like, really pulled in. Right. Um, I mean, there's a handful of songs I really really feel that way about, and, like, I still go back to those and love those songs. Um, But this was one of those songs that I was like, yep, instant favorite. Yeah. Was Was there anything about it in particular that made you feel that way? Um, I really like the combination of sounds in it. Um, I thought the melody was just very well done. Um, it, it's eloquent. Elo- whoa, what am I saying? It's eloquent. Yeah, it, no, El- uh, elegant. I think is the word I'm looking for. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just one of those songs that, like, as it kept going, I think it was just it was constructed really well. It's just like a well designed song, both in terms of like melodic and lyrical content, um, mm-hmm. and also I just thought the sounds were really interesting. Um, and then it gets to this guitar solo, and I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing for me, like, for this for this category, that's exactly the kind of song I look for. Mm. It's a song that, I think, when you initially hear it, like, the first line, you're like, okay. Yeah. And then the next, you're like, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think that's it for me. It's like, you know, you get that sort of intrigue at the start, and then as, and then as it goes on, you're like, Yes, you're giving me everything I need right yes, now. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this song, like, I'll, I'll be honest, this this list more than any of the other ones that have gone through is the one that had the most songs I'd never heard of. Oh, that's um, cool. That makes me feel very cool. <laughs> oh yeah, like this was like, and I, I, it could, it may not be, but for me, this felt super indie. I, I had no idea. I felt like Sweet. an old man looking at this, going like, I cool. don't even. Thanks. Is that the artist name or is that the song name? I don't understand, but um, but this was one that I uh, I have instantly shared with people and instantly wow, gone, cool, like, you thank you. Listen to the song; it's it's uh, yeah, it's awesome. I Ooh, really really like it. Uh, song two, then a song that took you a while, so you've gone for Iscariot by Walk yeah. Moon. Um, I was obsessed with this album when it came out, and I was in high school. Um, I feel like this was one of the first, like, really, like, indie, indie bands that I was, you know, it was, like, you know, the the height of, like, the Tumblr indie aesthetic days, so I was, like, all mm. about, like, the, the, the vibe and the aesthetic that this album gave off, plus the songs really slap, like, I still listen to the album and I'm like, yeah, this is good, this is really solid, um, mm-hmm. but that's, like, the slow jam of the album, um, and it's more it's right. more intense and it has this build up um, and that was like the song I would skip when I would like we would play this album in the car all the time right this would be like me and my family on a road trip like we'd listen to this a ton oh yeah okay um, and like I always wanted to skip this carry it because it just, <laughs> it just starts so like slow and sad and it's like beautiful yeah. and, like there's this like, choral um, kind of arrangement to it um but you know it starts to really pick up at the end and i always just found it like too sad i was like no i want to listen to this album because i want to feel like it's summertime forever and i'm happy and in love yeah sure 
And more recently, it came up. I think I listened to the album again, and I was like, I'm not going to skip this this time. Um, yeah. And now, as like an older songwriter um, with more more of a sense of value on the concept of an album, mm. um, I was like, no, this is like essential to like the 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 cadence of the album, I guess. Um, right. Plus, it's just a beautiful song. Like it is. It's it's intense and like emotional mm-hmm. and like that's not what this band is known for um right but it's a i think it's a beautiful song and i like mm. i really came around to it and i was like actually this is the sleeper hit of the album yeah yeah i i i would have done that a lot myself is you know get a particular song and if it doesn't if it didn't go fast i was like nah yep um yep. i'm out yeah not for me yep um but yeah this this song is this song is incredible and i I get what you mean because I think this could this is a song that could very easily be boring. Yeah. If it's not done in the right way. Yeah. Because the composition and the um like from from an instrumental point of view is pretty straightforward. Like there's not yeah. an awful lot to it. Right. And he's really I say he they're really really like relying hard on like that vocal refrain at the end, you know, how to cover mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. Like that again musically there's not an awful lot going on there and that has to be so strong that yeah. vocal refrain has to be so strong yeah for you to be able to rely on that yeah. to build a song off of yeah so yeah i can see why like back in the day i, I probably would have been the same if like skip this one yeah but listen to it now it's like the way it builds is incredible yeah like it's orchestral but there's like nothing going on it's so yeah strange. yeah it's it's subtle and my my feeling on it now is like that sounded like it was a really necessary piece of emotional like expression to get out and like right. i didn't value that at the time because i was just like i just want like fun music but now i'm like no sometimes you really need to like slow down like you yeah. you need to just like scream in your car like you had it yeah. coming my friend which is also just like a really like raw line <laughs> yeah yeah get it out absolutely yeah um all right then song three is a song from your introduction to music so you've gone for tango till they're sore by tom waits yeah my mom is very into tom waits um and i used to think he was very scary when i was a child and that was like my first um we had we had these um cassette tapes when i was a child called the drivey tapes we just kept them in the car there's a lot of like queen beatles and elton john on there and tom waits and i was always like this guy's scary but you know (laughs) my mom had a lot of his cds um and of course as a child you know my 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 value in like musical experimentation and like storytelling was very very different than it is now Um, right but i do think that's like something that helped open my eyes up at an earlier age to like the way the different ways that music can be valuable and mm. the way it can be a tool for like storytelling and expression and like sonic world building, right? Um, and uh, you know that's which is all just to say, shout out to my mom. So, the the Tom Waits thing with your with your mom then was that was that a, a, a an artist that she was really into alongside Queen and Little John, or was like Tom Waits her her big go to? I think that was more pro- like a, my dad introduced me to more of like my dad was huge into the Beatles. Um, right. Elton John, their music tastes have always overlapped in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, 
I don't recall if my dad already was familiar with Tom Waits' work at all before my mom, uh, like, introduced it to him. I know he, like, you mm-hmm. know, he, he, I think, feels very similar to me about just the ability to be interested in all kinds of music. Um, right. Um, as is the same with my mom, and I think she's always, like, really led me in the direction of, like, seeing the value and the beauty in experimentation in sounds. Um, mm. And I think that was more of her thing. Like, that's an artist that she was really interested in for a long time and always pointed out to me, like, that she really liked that he was doing he was doing things very differently. Like, she was always like, I want to hear new sounds in music. Like, when are they going to invent some new sounds? And, like, right. Tom Waits was like... Here's some new sounds. I'm I'm doing weird weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good for that because he's different and experimental, but also very very grounded. Yeah, because a lot of that stuff is very like, as you say, the storytelling element of of his music. Yes, is is a big thing, and that's yeah. very like no matter how experimental or like different you get with your music, that's always going to be very old school, isn't it? That's yes, I, yes. There is like an old school value to. Um, the purpose of his music and like the goal it mm. sets out to achieve, um, which yeah. is al- also something that took me a while to like really appreciate and not just be like, yeah, that's cool that people can do that, but like I, I you know, I just want to listen to like bangers all the time. I mean, I still deal yeah. with that, but like I can sit down and like take some time to listen to it and appreciate it now in like a way that I like wasn't sure. like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, uh, song four then a song that makes you happy. So your song is Ordinary Pleasure. Yes. By Toro Imoy. Yeah. Literally, anytime this comes on, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Time to dance a little bit. <laughs> you, can't, you can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, this is one for me when I said about that. Um, when you're listening to a song for the first time, you're like, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. That, it was the, uh, I, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, was it bongos? I assume it's bongos. Mm-hmm. The, um, the drums. And then when that bass line kicks in, it was like, yeah. holy shit okay oh, this is different yeah totally I'm, totally i'm on port <laughs> no and then like the melody comes in and it's like he he introduces the melody like uh, like it's a setup for a good story like you get a little bit of the melody and it's like easy going and then by the time the chorus comes in like that's like anthemic like i, I yeah. i've listened to this song a lot like at the end of a run where i'm like okay. cooling down and i'm like i'm not like slowing down yet but i'm like i still have that like pep in my step and i'm like mildly dancing in the streets a little bit <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i get that this is one that would get you there this is like yeah when you just need that little bit of a boost yes. you're like where well, you're feeling happy because you're nearly there you're nearly done yeah yeah okay. it's so good <laughs> it's excellent yeah has been stuck in my head for ages yeah absolutely ages uh all right then song five then a song makes you sad Oof. so you've gone for myth by oh, yeah. beach house i had trouble picking a beach house song for this i as soon as i read that okay. prompt i was like okay it's got to be beach house either okay. beach house or the national because those were two um two artists i was listening to i was like going through albums of theirs as like music to fall asleep to in college and i would okay. like I would go for these albums when I was like, I'm just really going to soak in the loneliness. I'm going to just, like, bathe in it and, like, mm-hmm. really uh, let myself feel it. Um, I think this myth might be the opening track to this album, which I think is why I went for that one. Because just, just that feeling of, like, that just has such a, such a big, like, heavy-hitting nostalgia factor for me now. Is right. The memory of, like being alone in a dark room and it's night and I'm like 
okay, this will help me fall asleep, but like, you know, but in a sad way. <laughs> right. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just like, all right, put on this Beach House album. Let's get yeah. into it. Yeah. Um so is that is that sort of what you're feeling if you listen back to it now? Um yes and no, cuz it's also been a while since I like listened to that album for that purpose. Um right. and I've since gone back to Beach House. Like I had done like a Beach House style song for a TikTok video mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Um, and I mm-hmm. wound up turning it into a full track and I feel like that kind of got me into that analytical mind a little bit more and actually listening right. to the sonic elements that make up their sound um, and thinking about it more technically and there's so much beauty in that and it's, it's so um, I don't know just so beautifully arranged to like have that feeling of like washing over you that it is music that you can just mm. put on and just experience the emotional impact um, mm. which is why I was you know falling asleep to it because it's just like yeah. it's music to feel to instead of music that makes me want to like analyze it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just asking because I've I've you know, I've had songs like that in the past. Um mm. uh, artists like that. I, I I talk about this a lot on the show, but Frightened Rabbit have been my, mm. my big go-to in terms of like uh, songs I listened to when I was depressed or when I was um, yeah. having difficult times. And it's always interesting to see how people feel about that kind of music after the fact because right. for me the reason i love writing rabbit is that there's so much like there's so much comfort in that because they're mm-hmm. writing about quite dark themes and and stuff that makes you feel understood yeah um, yeah and it's interesting going back because there are certain songs that will that will take me back into a mindset of okay i feel like shit now yeah <laughs> and there's some that will make me feel almost grateful for that particular mm. music for getting me through a difficult time and yeah. happy that i'm not feeling that way now mm, yes yes I, that's actually how i feel about the national because i would listen to um i need my girl is it that album that that's on i think the one okay or trouble will find me yeah trouble will find me um the first song on it i was like i couldn't if i like that'd be a song like if i heard that out in public i'd just be like no i gotta get out of here like i'm gonna start crying right yeah yeah, yeah. um but i recently got back into it um and now like i i love the album and that song and i feel like i look at it with that kind of perspective of like now i just hear this as like really good music that i like and i have a personal connection to yeah yeah but it also like kind of reminds me of like hmm wow i'm so glad that i'm not where i was when i was first hearing this stuff and now i could just yes. be like hmm music yeah <laughs> that is always better yeah definitely uh, all right then song six a song to relax to so you've gone for dark days by local natives yeah which funny enough i only heard because i was listening to like a um a spotify radio station for the national and this song kept coming up and okay. i was like wow this is so like juicy and seeps into your bones making you feel calm kind of song for some reason to me yeah yeah i a very similar feeling yeah. going through it you, you use that phrase and i've used it um before in the show uh that um washing over you yeah feeling yeah. when it comes to like i think a lot of people are looking for that when it comes to songs that make them relax yeah. there's something that'll like will just sort of seep in into your system as you say totally um yeah definitely takes that box for me it's like i don't know what it is about it but yeah i just when i'm listening to these lists i don't listen to them with the list in front of me i just mm. sort of go through the the song you've yeah. picked yeah um as soon as the song came on i was like 
Okay, I must be on track six. This must be the one to relax to. <laughs> that's awesome. That's exactly how I'm feeling right now. Um, it's funny. It was a tie between that. Uh, I was choosing be- between that and um, Spooky Couch by Albert Hammond Jr. Because um, that sort of just became, both for me and my sibling, that became like the go-to calm song. Um, okay. Because it's all instrumental, and it's just like it's just like a little guitar part. It's just like do 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 And like both mm. of us have had experiences of like having to put that on like during an anxiety attack to just sort of like oh, do yeah. some grounding. And okay. I was like, I was almost gonna do that, but I was like, no, it's more of Carrie's thing than my thing. Um, and I had just recently gotten really into the local native song, so I was like, uh-huh. I want to I want to pick that. It's like a little more like relevant on the palette. Um, sure. But, like, Spooky Couch is, like, go-to, like, medicinal music. <laughs> right, okay, okay. Yeah. It's good It's good to have those kinds of songs. I have, I have a couple of those as well. Yeah. Where, like, if I'm, if I'm feeling... And it's not, like, uh, you know, I've not, um, not had that kind of anxiety attack kind of feeling before. Um, but if I am feeling stressed or I'm feeling, like... Like, I, I've, I've felt on the verge of something. Yes. I do have songs where I can put on, I'm like... Like, genuinely, I can feel my chest on Titan as I'm listening to stuff like that. That is the best. That is amazing. Like, yeah. the, truly, like the power of music. It's just yeah. like undoubtable. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, song seven, then a song from your preteen years. Yeah. So you go for pushing me away with the Jonas <laughs> Brothers. Yeah, it was so hard to pick a Jonas Brothers song because, like, literally all of them were so important to me. But I feel right. like a lot of the songs that get highlighted or like so like in in the vernacular and like memes and stuff and i was like this one's like a sleeper hit like this was okay. like this was like the fourth single from the album which you know was very very important to me in 2008 when they were like leaning leading up to putting out the album and it was my like my first like time i was aware of the concept of releasing singles up to an album right okay. um and like when it came out, I was like, "Oh my god, I've never heard anything like this before." Um, and now I listen back to it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, it's like sort of emo, it's sort of pop rock, but like I honestly still think it's a totally fire song." Yeah, it yeah. is. I actually I feel that way. Like I feel that way very seriously about like every Jonas Brothers song. And like I would not be doing music stuff if it were not for that. <laughs> right. Um, Jonas Brothers are probably like. Not probably. They, uh, the Jonas Brothers, are a band that I've never had any time for, and yeah. it's and that's not a them problem. That's a me problem. Yeah, and I've talked about this a lot on the show, but like my music taste for a long time has been like I've been very up my own ass about the music I listen to. <laughs> yeah, and it's like if it doesn't fall into this very neat category of the stuff that I'm into, then yes. I instantly dismiss it. And right. the Jonas Brothers definitely would have been something that like, yeah because of the whole disney background and stuff mm. like nah no totally very understandable and I, I would feel the same way now as an adult i'm not interested in stuff that's like designed to be um like addictive and like hyper consumable mm. um but you know it was really i i was the target audience for them when right. they were popular yeah, um yeah, yeah but it was good for exposing me to like music and me learning the songs i was like i like these songs a lot yeah. They're written by professional songwriters and I was like, I wanna do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um I take it this is one of their earlier albums, is it? Uh yeah. I think it might be their like second or third album. Okay, well okay. the lore was like 
they put out their first first album is like a rare thing to find because it was released on the label that they like later left um and then i think they got signed to disney and then they put out like a self-titled record which was like their first like formal release but it was technically like their second record and this was Mm kind of like their third record um you know with all all the big hits like burning up okay um because they have that they still have that kind of that vocal style yeah that i think a lot of people have when they're like when they're young and trying yeah. to find their voice which yes. is like i've got there's a couple of ways i've thought about it in terms of how, how you describe it one is a little bit more complicated which is like you're if you're ever singing a melody that you're not 100 percent sure about and you kind of like hover around the note that you're trying to find yeah it's like they're doing that but with the vowel sound Mm. it's like they don't know how their mouth is supposed to to yes. to fit around that vowel sounds you get yeah. them saying like run yeah run like you jeer it's got yes. this weird th- yeah um it, it reminds me of like from having like a, a, a small acting background it right. reminds me of the feeling of being a kid in a theater program and being yeah. given instruction by an adult for how they want you to deliver a line or a song uh, yeah. and you say yeah. yes you know how to do it and you try and force yourself to become what they're asking of you yes. like that's that's kind of the vibe it gives me it's like all right boys we want you to sound like an emo pop punk guy and they're like yeah, yeah. i think i know what that sounds like yeah <laughs> it also sounds a little bit like they're singing with stomach cramps mm, and the yeah. cramps sort of come and go yeah because they're they're when I'm listening to it now, I can't not think about them having stomach cramps because there are certain <laughs> notes that they hit where it's like, that's where that's where it's just like relieved. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, where it's just gone away for a little bit and they're like, oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. sing again now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's also really nice, like, um, like I've, I've, I've written a little bit of music, like a little bit of music. Yeah. Um, but um, do you ever, when you're putting a song together and you're writing a bridge... Like, and you're trying to, like, I run into the problem where, like, I will build the music up and then yeah. it gets to the point where, like, I don't know where to go from here. Oh, I don't yeah. know how to link this back to the rest of the song. Yes. And it must be nice to be the Jonas Brothers and just be like, will we just hit a falsetto note and then go back into it? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that I also, it's like, it's such a bold move. It's like so, it's kind of campy. And like yeah. I, now, yeah. I kind of have like value for that. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bold. Like I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I would, I would, I would try that at some point. Yeah, I loved it because like genuinely when I was listening to it, because like the on that part like uh, push, push, pushing me away. Yeah. But like the bass is driving. They've got the high notes coming in. They've yeah. got like all sorts of this like building mechanics coming in. I'm like, all right, we're where are you going from here and then it's just ah! and then yeah <laughs> straight back in okay yeah nice yeah respect boys well done <laughs> all right then uh song eight is a cover so you've gone for what a fool believes i myself. love this mm. um i actually think i heard this version before the original um which is oh, kind yeah. of funny because like it it doesn't sound super far off from the original um, no. And the original is just such a good song. Like, you can't 
you can only like ruin it so much you know like like people are like oh like you can cover a song and ruin it um but this just has this like um i don't know sort of like like early 2000s garage rock pop um finesse to it that i really like right um i feel like the song itself kind of lends itself to also fit in that genre that just sort of like slightly cool and aloof but like not afraid of having fun um Mm. kind of feeling in a song yeah 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 i like that because as you said it's not very different to the original yeah um but i still like what they've done with it and that that i tend to not enjoy covers where people are just basically doing the song in a slightly different style or like just like yeah just like you, you know when people have just looked up the the chords on ultimate guitar or something oh, yeah. and they're just like or we'll we'll just play it this way like the way the band plays it yes and no it's, so like, it's, when not, it's like you're you're just playing the song you're not covering yeah it. yeah it's not super different but it still feels it feel it feels different enough hmm. for it to be unique yeah i i enjoyed it for sure Side note, I don't know, again, I don't know if this is an age thing, but I have so little time for people who say that you can cover a song and ruin it. Like, you can have bad covers, but it doesn't ruin the song. You no, still I have know, yeah. your original. Yeah. It's like, um, and this is going to link back to stuff that you've posted, but um, I got so fed up with the whole uh, Mr. Brightside <laughs> hyperpop thing. Did you know I was going to say that? Because <laughs> I was going to say that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just reading all these comments of like, you can still listen to Mr. Brightside. You can still listen to the Killers. Mm-hmm. This does. This yeah. doesn't impact it in any way. Yeah. No, people just yeah. like to have their 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 moment of like getting some likes on on TikTok. I mean, I guess people are like really angry when they, I don't know, they're just like, why am I being fed this content that I don't like? I don't know. People are very very mad on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry to bring that up. No, that's fine. I, song nine, a song that you'd sing at karaoke. So you're you've gone for Life on Mars. Yes. by David Bowie. Yes, because when I was um, in my earlier 20s, um, I had a red mullet and I bleached my eyebrows and I went for this totally 1970s Bowie look. Uh, and it was also, you know, I was in college um, near New York City and there were a couple mm-hmm. times I remember during that era where I had done karaoke uh, several times throughout those few months that I had that look. Um, Mm -hmm. and I totally milked it and I would like there was several times I did Life on Mars for karaoke just because like the reactions from drunk people who because also Bowie had like recently passed Um, so people were still like it was you know like maybe a little over a year or two since then so people were still very like fresh off of that pain and they were like oh my god you look like David Bowie you're singing a David Bowie song and I was like yes everybody loves me Oh, uh, excellent! It's a big song, though. It's a big, like great. it's a. It's great. It's a yeah, great. It's a, it's a great song to sing. I mean, it's got like, uh, you know, I I feel like there are clear like show tune elements from it. Like it's a song that's meant mm. to be performed. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. But but Bowie again is not an artist that I've like connected with massively. Um, it took me a while. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still coming around to it, but like, there are definitely certain songs where. Because I like I people who are fans of Bowie are obsessed with Bowie, yes. right? So then there's there's some songs I listen to. I'm like, okay, really, okay, fine. If that's what you're into, great. Uh, yeah. And then there's songs like this where I'm like, all right, I get it. 
Yeah. This is... It didn't click for me epic. until I, I had, like, a, the sense of the whole picture. And I didn't right. get into his music for a long time because I kind of knew that it's like, oh, this is not one artist where... An artist where you're going to want to listen to one song and be like, cool, I'm into this. It's like... Right. The songs on their own are, like, good. I also mm-hmm. think that my appreciation for it changed when I understood the value of those songs for the time... Like, given the, the time. Um mm. Because to me, I was like, oh, this is cool, but like, I know a lot of music that sounds kind of like this, but it's like, well, yeah, because a lot of the artists that I like, who are more recent, were inspired by Prince and David Bowie and Queen, and those artists doing the things that they did in their decades were like really groundbreaking. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes Most sense. Most Prince. I remember someone who told me, like, once you get into Prince, you just can't appreciate any other modern artist because anyone does anything <laughs> you think is cool and you're like, no, nah, Prince already did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, song 10, then a song reminds you of a specific place. So you've gone for Alexander. Yes. By Ray Pila. Yeah. Uh, Alexander is playing, and in my mind, it's kind of rainy and it's October, and I'm walking in uh in the old at suny purchase and i'm going back to my apartment and it's cold and it's kind of damp but i'm vibing and this song is playing okay i don't know why like i was like specific place for i don't know i was just like "Mm -hmm, this brings me to suny purchase and here i am (laughs) in these kind of dilapidated apartments that should not still be here and are probably not (laughs) safe to be living in uh (laughs) so is that is that what you were listening to then is that is that the reason for it yeah i got i like i i discovered this band my like sophomore year at school Mm -hmm. um and i think i I think i had heard of them because it was because julian casablanca's produced some work with them um and i think that track was the one that like he had heard that he was like oh i gotta find out who this band is i want to work with them um oh, okay and you know i feel like i was at the height of my like i want to be julian casablanca's <laughs> vibe which you know of, of course i'm still not totally out of but you know it was the beginning of that arc um and i was like yeah this this band is like like all the things I like about the strokes mixed with like, I don't know, sort of like more 80s vibes, more synthy. Um, it was like around Halloween too. So I was like getting all that like Halloween hype and it felt like really good music to be listening to around Halloween for some reason. Okay. Yeah. So this is like, this is positive then in terms of the, the memories it's, you associate with it, this. It is and it isn't. And it's very weird. Okay. And that's why I picked it. I was like, it takes me somewhere. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm cool with that, and sometimes I'm like, I don't want to think about that. But the song okay. is so good. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Alrighty, song eleven. Then a song that makes you uh, a song that reminds you of a specific person. Fell in love with a girl by the White Stripe. Yes, this reminds me of one of my best friends. Um, I used to not be able to listen to this song because it made me so upset. I have a so I have this like one of my best friends. 
um, that I've known since high school that we like, you know, we had like an on and off kind of thing. And mm -hmm. he put this song on a mix CD for me in high school. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with you. We're going to get married. We're going to be together forever. And then, like, that is not how that went. <laughs> and I was, okay. like, 17 <laughs> and heartbroken. And this song made me, like, so angry and sad. Um, right. But I, like, listened to it because it made me so angry and sad. Um, right. And now I'm just like, yeah, it's like, now it's a good song. It's classic it's, you know <laughs> in, indie rock classic um but like it still always makes me think of him because he was like you know it was so you know being into jack white like as a high schooler was like whoa you're like you're so indie and alternative and cool and like um he like got me more into that music than i you know already, i already like knew the white stripes and stuff but he like hmm. got me like he was like super into the white stripes and i was like oh that's like his band um so <laughs> even though this was like almost 10 years ago i still always think of him when any white stripes song comes on right okay all right fair enough um at least with uh fell in love with a girl it's only what a minute 40 yeah so if, if you are gonna feel angry and sad at least yeah. it's something like, it's like rapid fire. you feel Get very intensely out. yeah <laughs> <laughs> this bears repeating you're like ah, okay okay yeah fine yeah, all right normal Ooh. again i'm normal right of that brilliant <laughs> <laughs> song 12 then a song that motivates you so your song is by the artist kichi yeah and i don't know what the song is called i i always forget um i think it trans i think it's like i think it i think it might be the name of an astrological sign um okay it might be virgo it might be i i always forget um uh, my sibling showed me the song actually okay. um and this was one of those songs that, like, the first time I ever heard it, within the first couple seconds, I was like, this is my new favorite song! Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still, I, like, literally any time it comes on, I'm like, guys, everyone be quiet. This is the best song in the whole world. I literally, <laughs> I don't know any other song like it. It, like, this, if you put this on, like, no matter how low energy I'm feeling, I, like, mm. will just be able to, like, like, this could make me, like, run up a wall, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It's so intense! <laughs> so intense it's so good it's just it's spoinky it's spoinky and bouncy and funky and it's like it's just like such fantasy music it feels like music that i would hear in a dream and wake up and be right. like how could i recreate that <laughs> i love it so much so i think that's the first use of spoinky on the podcast yes. uh, i like that um, <laughs> i think for me with 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 songs like this the songs that motivate your songs that have that kind of drive to them mm -hmm. i'm always interested in songs that have different oh, this is going to sound like a really basic way of putting it but different parts to them so mm -hmm. this has like the sort of the i don't know kind of like verse verse chorus verse chorus energy to it and yep. then it just goes off in this other direction i'm like like if you if you got bored of it for yeah but if you got bored of it for any length of time you'd be like okay now i'm back yep. okay right yes. it's it's dialed it up somehow that's what i like about a lot of vocaloid um okay. it just has that like keeping you pulled in energy to it mm. i mean mm -hmm. not not all of it like every you know every every um artist is going to use the technology in a different way but like like this is you know one of many songs that Carrie has showed me that I've gotten really into um, in right. the genre that are just like so good for like staying energized and like driving or doing work or something and just like feeling like you are a, a, a you are your car 
yeah yeah that's a different yeah. way of putting yeah. it yeah i like that <laughs> um i saw a quick google there i think you're right i think it is virgo yeah the translation yeah all right cool I'll, that'll teach me I should have done some research ahead of time yeah that's fine anyway uh, song 13 a song that someone introduced you to so you've gone for Super Gazy on Saturn by yeah. Alton Gunn yeah um, I think I think when I did this playlist um, and, and a, a, like a, a newer friend had like just shown it to me and like showed me a ton of awesome music including this band um, mm-hmm. and then I just was like it, for like a couple of weeks I was just like obsessed with this song um mm-hmm. and this that whole album and like all of the band's most popular stuff I, I gotta listen to more of it actually i was like i was really on a roll like just like yes i'm like i'm listening to new music um because mm-hmm. that is an artist i feel like you can put on and like when when you want like that kind of energy and those sounds and that vibe i think almost yeah. anything by this artist um will just like deliver that feeling yeah um yeah. And this is another one of those songs that, like, as soon as I heard, like, the beginning, I was like, yep, I love this. This is a new favorite forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a style of music or type of music that I've, like, only really come across very recently. Yeah. Which is a sort of, like, almost kind of traditional folk element to it. Yes. Alongside the sort of more modern production and yeah and instruments yeah yeah um because there was a there's a game that came out very recently called yaga mm. and it had romanian folk music that's awesome that had been remixed and that's awesome yeah and just had this like this insane energy to it I'll, I'll i'll find one of the songs and i'll send it to you i would love that yeah. um because it, it's like it's the same same kind of vibe as this yeah where it it feels traditional in some way but there's like a a modern element to it which is just totally it just works yeah 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 i think it really speaks to like um this very like just human part of making music which is Mm. like human beings can't help but like make things and like engage in creating things like that's the cool thing about folk music it's just like people have been making music since we could since we could (laughs) yeah Um, Yeah, and i feel like it's it's stuck around certain melodies or certain um um certain characteristics of folk music in terms of just like uh melodic elements things that are easy to remember things that are easy for a variety of uh vocal ranges to sing um Mm. things that fall naturally within our patterns of speech um Mm-hmm. things that are meant to be easy to memorize or things that are easy uh, meant to be easy to translate into a bunch of uh, different settings um, and sung right. with people and moved to mm-hmm. um, I don't know not to sound fake deep but I'm like that is just I, I, I'm excited to listen to more music that sort of has more of that folk influence in it because I didn't realize how much I like that yeah 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 it's also very cool to have like so obviously these guys are Turkish, yeah. um, or like there's Turkish elements in the band anyway, but it's it's very cool to have music from from somewhere that's true to that country or true yeah. to that that person's culture. Yeah, because like a lot of a lot of the time when artists need to make it or want to make it to the bigger time, 
they all have to sound more or less the same yep they have to sound like american or yeah. british like they yeah. have to aim for the same sort of aesthetic and the same yeah. kind of musical style so having being able to listen to music where they're actually like being authentic yeah is, it's so yeah, cool it's very cool yeah yeah i like that a lot um okay song 14 then is a song you wouldn't expect to like so you've gone for mary yeah big thief yeah um big thief is one of those bands that i know is really good um but like right. i have such a hard time listening to like really sitting down and listening to because some of their music just like makes my heart ache like it's right. so beautiful mm. uh i think this song i actually knew first because i used to um i used to play a lot of shows uh locally with an artist who i have like like a local artist friend who would cover this song a lot um and mm-hmm. i got so used to hearing it in her style um and it made me appreciate it for the song first because i i i knew like once i knew the song i like knew it like it, she would play it just singing and mm-hmm. playing piano and i was really focused on like how the interplay of the chords and the words and the melody and the way my friend was mm-hmm. singing it um and when i actually heard the recording i'm like oh man like i actually like i i'm used to my friend's version i think i like it better <laughs> um but you know if i had just like heard this recording somewhere I'd just be like oh this is like sad i don't want to listen to this um yeah, yeah but now having that different association with it i'm like it is such a beautiful song it's beautiful yeah. it's powerful i love it it's totally outside the realm of things that i would normally choose to listen to to just do things to and sit down and enjoy but i have right. you know it holds a place in my heart yeah yeah this i think has one as almost like a folk element to it as well you yeah understand about the stuff that's like you could imagine a lot of people singing along to this song yes and just like knowing the song without knowing why they know it that's how i felt when i first heard it it was like it's like yeah this song has always existed since the dawn of time (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it was the same it was the same i was like this like is this a is a nursery rhyme that someone sang to me at some point it's yeah it sounds like it sounds like an older song it sounds like a real real songwriter's song yeah no it's beautiful it really is um all right then song 15 a song you think everyone should listen to yeah i had so much so, trouble picking this <laughs> yeah i should say for, uh, <laughs> um, don't know if this is credit to you or not but um you're the first artist that i've had on the podcast who hasn't picked their own song uh, for this category i was go- i was like oh i should pick my own <laughs> song but i honestly was like i don't truly believe that uh, that my music is something that everyone should hear and would benefit from um I like really was like actually thinking like what is a song that I would feel excited to show to like any person on earth and for some reason I just I thought of this song because I just think it is so funky and it just yeah. makes me feel so good yeah. um and I just like I, I I'm like I just feel like it's a song that it's like even if it's not your style I want everyone to hear it because I feel like you get <laughs> like at least a couple minutes of just like feeling kind of groovy and loose and happy and good and like you'll tap your toe for a couple minutes and it'll enhance your life okay this is b4 by ginger root yes um yeah and yeah like i'm I'm glad you picked this song because like i i I listen to your music anyway um and i hadn't heard this one and yeah again similar to the rest of the list it's like i was just instantly on board with it like nice this type of music the sort of that kind of funky stuff is stuff that like 
absolutely love when I listen to it, but I yeah. don't seek it out enough. Yeah. And yeah, this was just this was a a great song. I, yeah. I, I really really like this one. Yeah, I would love to be able to make something that sound just both sounds so like inviting and warm and fun um, and crispy mm. like that while also still having like really solid like rich um, instrumental content and, and mm-hmm. melodic content I also I really like the um, just the melody itself as well mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like you can't sing it there's too many instruments I can't just like sing it I know yeah yeah I know what you mean. yeah yeah there's so much going on it's difficult to scat it out yeah 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 exactly <laughs> alrighty um, well yeah that's a, that's a nice note to end on so yeah uh, well speaking of, of your music then do you have anything that you want to plug or promote while I have you um yeah I mean I always have um I'm always running you know p- p- pushing out regular content on my Patreon and my Bandcamp Mm -hmm. Um, but I also have an album coming out in June and a new single coming out in May and I'm very excited for everybody to hear all that everybody in the world everyone on earth that's something that everybody (laughs) that that album will be something that everyone on earth should hear okay perfect okay (laughs) make sure (laughs) perfect alright thank you very much yeah thank you so much for having me And that is it for episode 23 of Mixed Tape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. Really do recommend that you go and check out Boy Junior at Boy Junior Official. Um, some genuinely very, very funny content on there that uh, I think she's been sharing on TikTok that, uh, that comes across on, on Instagram. Um, well worth your time. And then you can stay up to date on all the new music that's coming out because um, honestly, some of the stuff that's coming out is, is genuinely incredible. So I'm, I'm a really, really big fan. And if you have uh, means to support through Bandcamp and Patreon, then then definitely go and do that as well. If you want to support this show, there's different ways you can do that. You can do that uh, financially through coffee. There's no monthly obligation. If you like a particular episode and you want to throw a couple of quid, then that would be appreciated. Um, but I appreciate all the other stuff too. Um, drop us a follow, uh, give us a review, say nice things. Got a nice DM for someone recently saying that they were enjoying the show and it just it really made my day. So more of that please i'm also on twitch at yak enemy so you can check me out there um, i'm gonna be off for a couple of weeks but we'll be back soon so look after yourselves and um, we'll speak to you then <laughs>